you're now listening to So You Were Saying with Dora and Lex. Tune in every Friday for the latest episode. They open because it's, you know, hot in here. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. I, I am, am getting, getting so hot. hot. I want to take, take my clothes off. off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So let's just go ahead and start. And hey, hey, guys. Hey, you are now toothed in. Tooth, you're toothed in. Yes. That's, mm. I don't know. I can't English, y'all. Lately, every episode is like, oh, what did God. I just say? Mm. Anyways, <laughs> you're now tuned in to another episode of So You Were Saying with your host, Miss Dora. And Lex. We really do need to get something for this intro. I don't know. I haven't upgraded my editing skills to that just yet. Yeah, you gotta put that audio sound. I like ding ding. You really need to just insert it so I don't have to say it every time. Yeah, sure. Anyways, what are we here for? Um. Oh, okay. So today is an interesting topic. A very interesting topic indeed. Yeah. Even even the title is sensational. Yeah. Actually, the title. Uh, I give credit where credit is due. I found it via TikTok. TikTok be saving our lives. <laughs> and I don't exactly know. Yeah, cut me down a little bit. There's a little cackle there. Uh, but uh, You anyways. understand you're getting cut down. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, the topic is married single mothers. Yes. Married single mothers. Not married and single mothers. No. no. Married, married single, single mothers. mothers. And I saw this video on TikTok <sighs> and... I was just like, you know what? This needs to be spoken about because I feel like, first of all, I've been feeling like this. It's just crazy to me that somebody actually put that title on um, TikTok. TikTok, right. Social, I was going to say social media, but whatever. TikTok. And I think that it's so beautiful that it was finally just said out loud that there are so many married single mothers. There are so many women in relationships and marriages right right you don't necessarily need to be legally married to be in a in a common i call what is it a common law marriage depending on how long you've been but whatever point is you have a partner but you're a single mom or a single parent sometimes a single parent honestly i do know some great dads i'm not even gonna hold you Mm -hmm. but right now we're just talking about the mothers no offense fathers y'all matter but not in this (laughs) she's mad at (laughs) y'all you are (laughs) the culprit today right um and I know many of you know, right? Dora doesn't have children. I have a daughter. But we're going to talk about it anyway because sis got two cents. And it's just things are going to be said. I'm going to let you ease in and then I'll I'll jump in. Oh, I have to take the reins on this one. Yeah, because though I need to gather my feelings. I don't even know where to take this because it's just something that is so, again, right. I don't have kids. So for me, it's more of I've definitely seen a lot of married single mothers um some that may or may not be in my family (laughs) y'all know who y'all are um (laughs) but it's just I feel like it's sad right because I think you have but one chance to raise a child from zero to 18 whatever but we all understand that being a mother is for life but or a parent is for life but realistically those crucial years there's such a small, it's such a small time frame in comparison to the rest of the entire, you know, child's life. The that, first like seven years make up such a big portion right. of who the adult is going to be. Right. But 
again, I just, my main thing is I just don't understand if you did not want this, why you partook in the act of making a baby. Like, that will always be my thing. Like, I'm stuck on, you do know that this didn't have to happen. So you could have just moved Ooh, on child. from there. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, that's that's my main thing. Because I'm like, why would you purposely bring a child to then not want to give it your all? Because, yeah. I again, I just don't. And, again, we're in the Bronx, so you know they be doing some things out here in these streets. Right. You might hear it, you might not. But if you um, hear it, we, we apologize. Yes. Because it's the Bronx. Oh, that that you're gonna loud. hear that. You're gonna, yeah, you're, you're gonna hear that. Okay, <laughs> okay, Mr. Motorcycle, turn it down just a notch. But yeah, it, it, I mean it's it's complex, and I don't want to say too much because I I know I'm not a parent, so a lot of people are like, oh, well, you don't know, you don't know. But you but don't necessarily. Just, I feel like you don't necessarily. Again, you can be an outsider looking in and see someone's situation and still have an opinion on it and still, mm-hmm. you know, have not just an opinion but. Uh, an educated I forget the term that I'm trying to put here but <laughs> educated conclusion of why the hell did you do this yeah I know it, it's just, it, I was like, help me out <laughs> but that but that's my thing my thing is there's no such thing at, or at least to me there's no such thing as an oops baby like there was some sort of conscientiousness that went into this whole thing right. so why are we then switching and flipping and saying, okay, I just choose not to partake in this. Like, and for the men, it's just like, okay, I want to be a father to say that I'm a father, but you're not going to actually step up to the plate and do what you need to do as a father. They like all the cute parts of it. It's like the, yo, bro, congratulations. Yo, gender reveal, baby shower. <laughs> you know, like depending on how the type of person that you are, right? Obviously some men don't even care about that, but mm-hmm. Trust me, some men don't even care about that. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a tough topic for me because I'm about to spill a lot of my own personal tea. And a, a large part of me, I don't even want to spill this tea just because it's my, it's my current life. Um, and most things that we talk about on this podcast have been... Our past lives. Our pa- right, my past life that I've already grown through. However, this is something that I am currently growing through and I am not doing well in this particular area. Um, <laughs> that's how the topic came about in the first place, because I was like, yo, it's I'm so sick and tired of being I'm sick, and, sick tired. and tired of being sick and tired. And it's such a relevant topic. And I feel like. I'm not going to cry on live. That's what I'm not going to do. Hold on. We're not on live. <laughs> or whatever. Like, you like, thought, you I got... felt that cackle in the back of my throat just now. I was like, like oh wait a second. Wait. <sighs> it's been an emotional week, y'all. Um, But what I will say is bear with me because this is a lot for me to be divulging. Um, And I'm just, I might be all over the place. I'm just going to be a filler. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to be all over the place. All right. So many of you don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like my heart is like. I'm like, what are you saying right now? Okay. Okay. Many of you don't know um, that. Oh, God. I'm going to have to give like a lot of history. Like a lot. There's a lot of background that has to go into this for people to even understand what the heck I'm talking about. You can condense it without having to give. 
everything. I'm like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think, I think you can just start with the decision. Okay. And then go from there. I don't All think right. you have to. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, like, I'm trying to, like, in my head. She's trying to sit here and, like, y'all, let's take it back to 2001. P.O.P. No. No, no, no. I Bring can't. it back. All Bring right. it closer. All right. Let me just. Yeah. Okay. So, boom. Here we go. Um, I wanted to have a baby. Right. I, at one point in my life, I never wanted to have kids. And then I was like, you know what? I want to have kids. Like, I, I fell in love with this man. And this man made me think in my head that this is what I want. Like, I want this family and it's going to be worth it. And I feel safe and this is what I want. Right. Um, and then we didn't work out at one point and it was like, all right, whatever. And then I ended up getting pregnant, had a miscarriage and all this extra. And then we ended up getting back together. And I was like, you know what? I want my baby and I want my baby now. I've wanted a baby I want my baby before I turn, you know, in, by the time I'm 25 and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I was very set on having a kid by a certain age. Like, if I didn't have this kid by a certain age, it wasn't happening. Um, So, boom. Got pregnant. <laughs> and it was tough because... At first, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to get pregnant. Like, it took me forever. I've had a miscarriage, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, the baby is not going to happen. My sister had gotten pregnant before me. And I'm just like, I was a little upset. Honestly, I was a little upset. I was like, dang, like, this chick got pregnant. And I'm still not pregnant. <laughs> I was happy. But I was like, me, it's my turn. <laughs> um, God, y'all, I'm dragging this part on because I'm just like, my, my hands are shaking. Ah, okay. Dora, chime in, because I can't. My emotions are letting me be great right now. Well, in my head, I'm just trying to figure out what do you want. Do y'all want to know where I was during this? <laughs> <laughs> I was here. She was, was here through all of it. I, I was here through all of it. Um, I, I, will, I will say my part. Did I agree? Uh, because even hearing this statement, I'm like, oh, God, the PTSD that I have because of this. Um, I was, and, and Lex and I have had conversations candid conversations in regards to this i was not completely on board not at all not at all not a little <laughs> not bit even not a at little all. bit no she was like no, no girl no the, the idea of basing a pregnancy around an age just i was like girl there are things you're not paying attention to and i wasn't because i and, was really in la la land yeah i was and, really in la la land and for me, you know, being a bystander, because, again, people live their lives. And as close as Lex and I are, I can't dictate decisions. People make decisions for themselves. I just then had to just be there. And I said, OK, well, by the time this was disclosed and, you know, I was like, well, I don't think it's a great idea. Like you're, there's things that you're not putting into play. And then next thing you know, it's like she's pregnant. So at this point, it's just what well, we hear now. Right. Like, this is so, what we're doing. This is what we're doing. <laughs> so while it was a congratulations, it Ooh. was a congratulations with many, like a fearful congratulations for me, if I have to be honest. Yeah. Because the things that she did not take into account, I had taken into account <laughs> because of the fact that 
I guess it's with, easier when you're not living in it. No, it's not easier that, no, when you're not living no. in it. Let, yes. Let's just pull it back. For me, the reason why I took into account and I have to speak my own truth is because there were specific reasons as to why I have not had a child at this age. That's how I knew. Because the things that you weren't taking into account were things that I did take into account. And I, I did not feel that I could provide that stability for a child. And I always found that to be a, a, a very important thing because one thing that I do have to give it up for my mother, and I will give her props till the day that the Lord Jesus Christ takes her off this earth, is my mother always instilled that in us, that parenthood whether chosen, oops, whatever you want, is something very purposeful. And you have but one chance and one chance alone. And she ingrained that both to myself and my sibling. And that was no joke. Don't come up here trying to be a half-assed parent or anything like that or providing, you know, whatever. Because again, you're going to feel it in your bones when it's blood of your blood. And I always went to sleep with that. So the reason why I was not in agreement with that was because of that. That always stayed. It was my mother. My mother was the one that resonated. And until this day, it's just like, damn, it, it's, it's, it's a tough conversation. But yeah, that's, that's, that's my truth. That is the reason why I never stepped into that, into that, into that platform. Because parenthood, for me, comes at a whole different, like, <laughs> I have so much respect for parents, mothers, parents, like, you know, like anybody, you know, like a father, somebody that's present and doing and raising. It takes so much. It takes so much. It so it's just like I have a respect and, you know, a little fear <laughs> of doing that. But, um, I mean, when, when you're in it, I mean, I, we, ha we had to go with it. Like, what, what are we to do? Like, that's where well, we Well, when are. I said it's different when you're in it, I was referring to, like, the eyes that I saw that through are not the eyes that I see it through now, obviously, because I'm living a, mm -hmm. I'm living my reality, right? But Dora calls it naive. I call it stupid. I was very stupid. I She naive. calls it naive. I just say that I was stupid because literally everything was like in my face, in my face, in my face. Naive. And I was just like, no, but this and no, but that. But it's okay. But can it I can be this instead of but it is. This. How candid are we? How candid are we going on this? We're, 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 we're as candid as it needs to be for them to understand the point. Okay. So part of me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I am not you. I don't, I know bits and pieces and what I've lived through, you know, vicariously through you. Right. But I always felt that the reason why, not so much the age range, like I, I never understood why there was just such a, uh, I guess, emphasis on, on that age. Mm -hmm. but the emphasis on later on wanting to be uh, a mom, right, or having to be a mom was always to, in a way, repair some of your broken pieces from your childhood. It, it, I've always seen it as you want to, and there, there's, and again, because I don't want people taking this the wrong way, <laughs> Lex is an amazing mother. Um, and she doesn't give herself enough credit for that. But she's a little psycho <laughs> with certain things. But Smidge. because of that, it's because of the background. And again, not trying to offend anybody. 
But what you think you lack, you want to make sure that your offspring never has to go through that. And I think also with having a child, um, it was in a way, should you be healed before you have a child? Yes. But at the same time, Turtle came with healing powers to your life because it allowed certain things to like those broken pieces you allowed to rebuild in a different way. Flipping recording. I'm not going to cry today. So that's why I think (sighs) she was very important. But did I agree with the point in time when you're like, well, sis, this is what I want to do with 25. I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because when I talk about her, when I talk about her, I always say like, yo, I wanted you so bad. I just didn't know I needed you. Right. I really didn't know I needed her. Like, Take your moment, girl. There were so many things that could have been avoided. (laughs) There were so many things that could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. And there were so many things that I could have done differently. But had I done them differently, I wouldn't have her. And had I seen things differently, I wouldn't have her. And that's what I'm saying. You, the biggest step for you is forgiving yourself. Oh my God, am I gonna really say this? Oh Lord Jesus. Um. Oh God, y'all. I'm sorry. I said I wouldn't go cry today, but it's been an emotional week. Okay, so I think we just have to kind of pull the cat out of the bag <laughs> and just understand that the the one thing that I feel. And I've tell you, told you this before. And this is why I, I say that you're, you were naive and not stupid is you made the best decision based on what you saw. And what you saw at that point was a limited spectrum to what your reality was. But that's what we all do. You can't hold yourself hostage because obviously if you would have known better, you would have done better. But all you <laughs> knew was that. So That's why I don't want to call it stupid. I want to call it naive. And again, you being young and naive, even if people were to point out certain situations, you didn't understand that because you did not see that. I feel that when Turtle came into your life, that love that you always felt that you were missing appeared to you. And that allowed you to tap into other places that you did not know where I had a different upbringing. So my perspective was always different. If that makes sense or not. Yeah. They're probably so confused because I haven't brought in Penelope and how this all like. Yeah. I, I just want to allow together. you. Right. But that's okay. your case. <laughs> I, I was know. about to say it. I was I like, uh, let her say it. No, it's fine. Or they're probably like, what in the world is this girl talking about? <laughs> Why is she crying? Uh, all right. For all of this to make sense, for the topic to even make sense, right? 
a lot has to be said. Um, first of all, for those of you that don't know, Penelope has two other kids outside of my child. Um, and when we got together, him and his other baby, his ex-wife, baby mama, whatever, um, they had separated and all I knew at the time was that, you know, he would get his kids on the weekend and he would spend time with his kids, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then obviously I met them. It was, we've been together for so long now. It's just like, I met them and then I started spending time with the kids. I love, I love his kids so much. It's ridiculous. But it's, I didn't know the full background of, his ex-wife and him and and that's that part is not fully my story to share so I can only share how it affected me um but from what I gathered based on because everybody's like oh well he has kids so you should know what type of parent he is or whatever and it's like eh, not really because only thing I knew was what I was being told and what I was being told was the ex-wife was difficult and they would always argue. And that part I would see because I would literally be sitting in my car downstairs while we were going to go pick up the kids for like an hour, two hours sometimes. And I'm calling like, what is going on? And it's, they're arguing and I can hear it. It's not just because he would be like, oh, you don't believe me, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And now I hear it. I'm like, oh, you guys are like really like yelling at each other. I'm like, what's going on? Just bring the kids. Let's go. So in my head, it was like, all right, well, you can't see your kids because your ex-wife is difficult and it makes the process difficult. Little did I know. <laughs> You're the difficult one. <laughs> right. He was the difficult one. Um, and I, and she had every right. She was within all of her rights to be upset. And what I, what I mean by that is since having my daughter, I know why she's like, I wholeheartedly, completely get it now I get it it was because you're not doing what you should be doing you're not being a present parent as present as you can be or as you should be and it didn't make sense because I'm just like well how can you expect them to be present when you know it's like they live there 24 7 but here I am we live together 24 7 and you're not being a present parent I am doing it by myself I'm literally doing it by myself. And it it just, it turns into this thing because I wanted the baby. I wanted the baby. You know, he was content. He had two kids already. Boy, girl, done. So in my case, it's slightly different because it's a constant reminder of, well, you wanted this. This is your responsibility. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I didn't lay down and have this child by myself. You still made a choice, regardless of how you feel, to lay down and have this child with me. And I'm basically here. We, we're practically married. And what I say by practically married is we've been together so long. We've been living, living together so long. Finances. Like, it's, it's a whole, it's, it's a marriage without a ring, without a paper, without titles. It's just, it is what it is. And... Thank God. Thank God there's no ring and no paper, no titles. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, that would be a whole nother problem. But what I will say is it sucks being 
married and a single mom. You don't. It's. It's a you wake up every day just. Doing it alone yet living together. I don't know. I, I can only speak for myself, my own feelings, my own situation. Um, but what I will say is it sucks waking up and you have a partner, but you don't have help. And I'm not talking financials. At the end of the day, yes, Penelope pays the bills. Great. If I wasn't here, he'd be paying the bills anyway. So whoop de doo. Thanks. Anyways. Because I know a lot of people always have something to say about that. Oh, but the man pays the bills. Guess what? If the women weren't there, the man would still have to pay rent. Whether you're living in a room or a house or whatever, you still got to pay rent. You paying somebody some rent. You would still have to buy food for your house, even though technically I buy the food. I buy the food. Yeah, guys, I contribute. Hello. I buy the food. Um, so that's that's not an expense that he needs to worry about. But my point is, outside of providing financially, there's nothing else there. Like, we have to fight about everything else. Literally everything else. It's like, okay, you want to work today. You come home and, like, that's all you're going to do. You're just going to go to work. You're, that, that's it. That, that's your whole contribution to this is you're just going to work and paying the bills. Because, God forbid, I act, hey, can you change a diaper so I can just eat my food? It's a problem. I got to go to work and I got to pay. I got to come home and, and, and take care of the baby. It's like, I, can I just eat my food? Like, that's, that's all I want to do. Or, you know, you wake up and God forbid, it's like, can you just bring her to me since you're up anyway? <sighs> okay. All right. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. You know, so. There's no help. Mm-hmm. There's no help. Like, it's, it's insane. Like, I got to fight for you to help me raise your kid. But I don't I, get it. I particularly think with Penelope, knowing him for the years that I do, um, it's just the conversation <laughs> that was not, had was the one about parenting and the vision of parenting and what type what is considered parenting to you right because for him parenting is providing financial right that's it that's that, it. but that's that's in but that's for just him. not for him it's not just parenting that's everything that's relationship that's love language that's parents that's like the whole shebang that's it right good some here's some money and here's some here's some sex that, that's what i got for you Right. Here's some money. Here's some sex. Okay. Now I'm don't going... ask for anything outside of that. Okay. And this is me and being devil's advocate and putting it all out there. But sis, <sighs> how long have you been with this man? I I said I was stupid. Again, no, 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 no. I'm not asking for sympathy here. I'm literally, I literally I'm not, said it's my fault. I'm not. I'm not. My point is not to say, oh, stupid. My point is, you cannot expect different. If that's what you've allowed. And that's a lot of what our conversations through the years have been. He is who he is, but he's been showing. He, one thing, he's been consistent in that. One thing he's been, right. Like, <laughs> I got, it's not his fault, y'all. It's my fault. Like, he's I definitely, I definitely didn't want to. It's not that I didn't want to see the red flags. I saw all of them, but in my head, I made them green. It was like, but this can be this. 
But this right. version of him can be this version. I, I never took him at face value. But also, what I will say is there are things, vice versa, where it's just you guys do not have the same love language whatsoever. Not even a little bit. But also, at times, you guys do not respect each other's love language either. And that's also a thing that yep. clashes between you guys. So that that's kind of like fuel to the fire. It's like throwing some gasoline on it. <laughs> that That's part of the problem. Sometimes there are things that are done. And you understand that to him, that's a big deal. But because to you, it's not your love language, you just throw it out the door. And I already told you, I was like, you need to stop doing that because that's also not fair. Because the same things that you do for him, he's not taking it. Like, it's just like, make it make sense. You got to, it's a give and take. So you're telling me money, money Mm -hmm. is is a love language? Yes, it is. Is everything for parenting and for relationship? Oh, no, no, God not, damn. I'm not saying that I agree with his tactics. I'm just saying that he was consistent. He did not lie. And the conversation that should have had and happened was between you guys. You know what? I don't think that that. Why that uh, blah, blah, blah. It, yeah, it didn't bother me before. Because it didn't affect. Because it didn't affect me. Right. It didn't bother me before because it didn't affect me. Mm-hmm. That that was the switch. Mm-hmm. Yumi was literally the switch. Right. It was. She literally just came into my life and was like, "Ding dong, mom, hello. Mm-hmm. Do you not see all of these things mm-hmm. are problematic?" And I was like, "Huh. Wow. Yeah, I've been doing this a long time." It wasn't a problem before. I didn't care enough for it to be a problem. Mm-hmm. I was out and about, and I didn't care. I. It was always a problem. It was just never a problem for you because nothing has been as permanent as motherhood for you. But that's what I'm saying. Everything's been very. That's why um, I didn't care before. It was pass, okay. Passing. I'm going. I'm in mm-hmm. and I'm out, and I'm in right. and I'm out, and I'm in and, and it's been. It's been my life. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I've never even settled down in a in a space. Because I've, I've never been longer. You. I don't think I've a year, maybe two, was like the longest I've been in a space. Mm-hmm. I move so much. I don't even settle in. I don't unpack my y'all. <laughs> that's a whole different topic for a different day. But like the fear of settling down somewhere and and, and making roots, as people say, mm-hmm. right? Like I can't do that. Right. And then she came into my life and it was like, I want to make roots. Like, I want stability. I want consistency. And I want these things that you don't get. And And it's just like, huh. You guys have been together for a very long time. But that's why it's just like I shy away from using the word married. Because married to me comes with a different type of transparency. And you guys have been together. And I say Mary so right. so freely because it, yeah, but it's not because a it's no no. I agree. I right. agree. It's like not. I was just like because let, let's just. I agree. It's not allow this entity to be what it it's is. It's been so long, and it's always oh your wife or your husband. Like that's how people address us because we've been together so long that mm-hmm. it's in my head as such. Yeah. But no, realistically, no. We have we have. Huh, it's weird because. 
what's that term that you use about the pots? But it, it was a term that you had used before or a metaphor or whatever it is. Um, you were like, oh, a marriage is one pot, but you guys have one pot and then two individual pots. Right. That's that's how we mm-hmm. are. Right. Like, this is mine. This is yours. This mm-hmm. is ours. But everything is not ours. It's right. like we're right. fighting in two separate corners and then we still have the middle man right. that makes us like that's our together. We're together pot. Mm-hmm. We're together pot. Mm-hmm. But my pot is still good and, and your pot stills over there and right. we just we make it work. And to me, with my understanding and of what marriage is and the respect that I give it, that's not what marriage is. I know. How do we even get here? I feel like we don't went way off topic. No, no, no. It, it was on topic. It <laughs> was, like, it was I feel like we're why. like way off topic at this point. It, it you were just explaining how <sighs> this all came to be. <laughs> yeah, this is how we got here. But let me just get back to the point. And the point is being quote unquote married, right? Being and together doesn't give you a marriage. Being to, no. Not being together doesn't give you a helping parent. That's my point. Like, just because you live in the same household with someone doesn't mean that they're a present parent. Mm-hmm. And just because you live in the same household with someone doesn't mean that you're just going to automatically get the help that you think that you're going to get. Not even a little bit. And it's sad. And it's unfair to not just the other parent, but the child. Because at the end of the day, that's the person who's going to suffer the most. That's the person who's going to suffer the most. Um, if I have to force your child on you, that's problematic. That child is going to then suffer because the day that we're no longer here, you're not going to look for this child because I had to force her on you while we were here. Oh, no, no, no. I, I definitely feel that there are... The child is going to know, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so the child will know. But do I feel that that's going to be the end-all, be-all? No. I think we're at a stage in the world where there's so many different um, makeups to what family is that it can be brought up in such a situation where the child can still feel loved and complete and whole but understand who their parents are and how they differ. It's weird. like. I used to be adamant. That like, oh would my goodness. still require effort from both sides. No, not necessarily. How not? That will still require effort from the parent that is present. Is it fair to that person? No. But then again, that person also made a decision. So that's what it comes down to. It's, it's, not, it's not a fair situation, but it, it was, it's kind of like these are, these are the spoons we selected. And this is what we have to work on. You don't have a fork. So you have spoons. So spoons are what you're going to use. And I I feel that you have to see it that way in order to make that child a successful child. Because if you see it in any other way, then that person then that child will also see it as their lacking of. No, they just don't have a fork, but they have many spoons. And we're going to celebrate the spoons that they have. And they're going to understand why the fork's not here. Okay, well, when you put it that way. I'm just saying, it's just kind of like 
For two seconds in the beginning, I wasn't following the whole, <laughs> the whole Forkins food thing. I was like, what are we Where talking about? Where are you going with know. this? But, that, but then now that you said that, it's right. like, oh, that yes. makes sense. Like, you, you can't. Because, again, not everybody is given the same cookies in life, right? Not everybody's given the same opportunity. I'm like, where are Why are we going to right? All these analogies are coming in. Know, and they're like food related. I'm I, like, girl, I ate already. Hold I, on. I promise. I promise. I'm fasting. So, you know, I, I promise. <laughs> I promise there's a point to this. But what I'm saying is I think that's what you're um, caught up on. One, I, I feel that you need to allow time to, to forgive yourself. Because you I definitely feel, have it. Right. I feel like you I am always angry at myself. That. Let's be I want to I want to be very clear about something here because I know that I've said a lot and it all, and it seems as if I'm pointing all the blame towards Penelope. I am not. I am very aware that through every stage I have made a decision. I am very aware that with those decisions came my child, came my responsibility. Right. Um, so I don't blame him for being who he is because he's been like this since I've met him. I'm just now angry about it. Now I'm upset about it. Now it's just like it's all hitting at once. And it's just like I take my frustrations out on him because of who he is. But I'm really mad at myself. I'm very angry with myself because I did this. And me being the supporting person says she has spoons. I know. <laughs> because it's it's just the reality of it all. It's just. There will be other ways to, and and I think it's funny because, again, I'm not a parent, but I've been a child and experienced my own upbringing. But if you take the relationship between one of my parents, I don't want to, <laughs> one of my parents, right? I never understood that dynamic. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, you're, you're, you're here, but I don't feel that you're here, but you're here. But why don't I don't feel like that with the other parent? And I always used to hold that against that, that parent. parent. And then I realized I was like, wait, whoa, hold up. <laughs> that parent can only give you what they are taught. Right. And if they choose to not move past certain traumas. I can so cultural right, barriers. Right, I even call them traumas. People are like yeah, everything's a trauma. OK, something about that. This is a cultural right barrier right it, that like that's not their fault like now and I mean did it take me to become an adult to figure this out like as a child I was just like very confused but as an adult I realized I'm like okay we have to if I want the world to accept me for who I am I also have to accept that my parents right one, there's no pamphlet to do this crap, right? Yo, I wish. Can anybody have a book on parenting? I'm talking about like a real, <laughs> right. real, all the, all the tips, all the secrets I need to know. And then the <laughs> second thing is just many times, many of our parents were growing up through different circumstances while they were trying to raise us, right? Right. And three, it's just like they're human. So they're bound to make mistakes. And if you were the first one, guess what? You got all the hiccups, right? <laughs> you got all the hiccups, and they learn and progress. And, and again, maybe they were. this is kid number three, bro. What? Three. I'm just saying. Three. This is not the no, first. No, but my point, okay, my point was not that not he first. should have learned. I'm just. My point was my point. she will get to an understanding that if this is who her father is and chooses to be, she will settle with her soul as long as she feels loved. 
or from- she will feel completely abandoned and angry at me and feel like it's my fault that her father is not present. And I will tell you this, how it is everything. Again, my mom always said, women are the neck. They tell the head exactly where to go. It's how you spin it and who you are. As a mother, stand strong. You have a female that you're raising. And if you give that child security and if you give that child all the love and she has all that outside love because it takes a village to raise these children, okay? <laughs> um, if y'all can see her face right now. Right. It's just, it's just she's going to be okay. She's not going to feel insecure. She's not going because because she's going to know the truth. She's going to know exactly what it is. I find that part of Hispanic culture, because that is definitely from what I've seen from Dominicans. Let me be very specific. That that is how the man shows love. And I'm not saying this is true for all Dominicans or all Hispanics, obviously. I'm saying the ones that I know personally that has always been the case is I'm the man. I provide the money. This is how I'm telling you I love you and take it or leave it. There was never any extra. There was no help around the house. There was no helping with the child. Right. There was no respect for the woman for even doing and taking care of the kids. It was here's the money. That's it. And I just hate that so much. These men are traumatized. It's These ridiculous. men are, have problems with repressed emotions from childhood. These men were raised by other men that did the same exact thing. They know no different. It's, it's a cycle that keeps going until you break the cycle. Oh, God. At this point, I'm happy I had a daughter. <laughs> just yeah, I can't. It's insane to me. But again, you have some of those same men, or you know, I guess the 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 offspring of those men that are completely right. different and are completely devoted because they understood that the 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 position of a father is not just as far as a provider, but it's just like you you have to give more. You have to be the listening ear. You have to be the loving touch. You have to be you know, the the compassion. You have to be the one to be able to show emotion because it's done so much harm in their life. But that's evolution. I feel like this is about to, to be a two-part, this is about to be a two-part episode because I got some things to say still and I'm not finished. I mean, we could cut it. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to be a two-part thing. So Where we at on the clock? 46 minutes. Girl. Yo, this is a two, y'all. This is a two, this is a twofer. This is a twofer. Um, So we'll catch you back. Well, yeah, we'll be right back. With part two. With part two.